0: Zanan Hey, we're here, man We're here You finally made it What? You're into the podcast room Yeah, we, <laughs> we've been d- dipping our toe in the podcast
1: space for a little while oh, now man. But uh,
0: Honestly, it's been like at least three years since we've started even working together And it's taken us this long to get to this point <laughs>
1: I know, right? <laughs> we've finally jumped into the
0: podcast ocean No, no, hold on it, it, The reason why it's happened though Is because we have had so many experiences and conversations with these artists that I feel like besides the music side of things, we've talked about so much other stuff with them that we've never been able to put on radio.
1: That's the thing. There's so much that hits the cutting room floor. Yeah. But having a music-based show has always been so music-focused. And these artists have so much more to tell.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you, man, there's some stuff that I'm like, I, I, I'm like halfway through a topic with the with the artists. Yeah, I could be talking about their brand new song and then they talk about something completely different that I'm like. I didn't know about that. anything about that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool because now you guys get to hear exactly what so-and-so talk about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So this podcast, yep. obviously, called mm. More Than Music.
0: It is called More Than it's Music. It's More Than Music. Someone's reading their title going, "Oh, I clicked the wrong button, but yeah. it's fine. I'm going to listen to it now. They're like, yeah, okay, we read it. <laughs> <laughs> Smart, Smart <arse>.
1: <laughs> 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 And who better to chat to than Joel Corey?
0: Yes. Besides the fact that he looks like a human Barbie, <laughs> Human Ken and you I mean. don't mean like a Weber. No, he's like, yeah. Though <laughs> so I would grill my steaks on his abs, <laughs> sizzling steaks. <laughs> All right, enough in the interview. You, no, no. Honestly, though, hold on. If you look at Joe Corey and you think, man, this guy may be like, I'm not saying he is up himself or anything, but you look at him and you go, oh man, I, I don't think I could ever have a conversation with this guy because maybe he's maybe he's stuck up. Uh, man, you, you are completely wrong. This guy is humble.
2: You know man, it was just a whole different culture back then because it was like, I'm so glad I went through this process but I would be able to get one record a week because it was eight pounds for a record and you get like an A side and a B side. So you'd save up your pocket money a week, travel to the record shop, get one track. Man, such humble beginnings.
0: So humble, I love him so much.
2: Well, let's jump straight into the
1: interview where we chatted to Joel Corey.
0: Where do you get your inspiration from then? So, all your music is really cool, um, uplifting, beautiful beats, yeah. and you travel quite a bit. Where do you get all the inspiration for your um, your music?
2: I guess, like, um, I've always been a DJ. So, I started DJing when I was like 13, 14. Wow. So, um, and I've always had my residencies and been on the circuit. So, I think when I go into production, my mind is always on the club. Yes. So, it's always club focused. I'm always trying to. Uh, Create music that's going to have that moment in the club. Um, And that's the most important thing to me. And then obviously it's great like having the tracks on radio as well it's yeah. amazing but for me the priority is always to make a tune that's going to really pop in the club man. Cool. Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, so in terms of well, so 13, 14 years old yeah. does that mean that you were hitting up CDJs or grabbing no, vinyls? I'm showing my, I my <laughs> age now man
2: <laughs> When I first started DJing I was on the, on the vinyls it was the belt, the belt drive turntables yes. I got, got on for Christmas one year I remember man because my brother was uh, there's a genre of music in the UK called garage yeah, uh, sure. uh, I'm yeah, not sure yeah. if you get it over here that much. So no, it yeah.
1: didn't really hit that hard yeah. here, but it was massive in the 90s, right? I used to love yeah.
0: awful Dodger. remember like...
1: my
2: yeah. Dodger That's yeah. probably more commercialized. Yeah, but, yeah, but no, no, no you're right on the point there. That's like, he yeah. was like a Don in garage, man. He still is. And and uh, when that scene was massive, that's when I got into DJing. So I was sort of started DJing on the garage. And, you know, man, it was just a whole different culture back then because it was like, I'm so glad I went through this process, but it would be like, I would be able to get one record a week because it was like so eight, eight, eight quid for eight pounds for a yeah. record and you get like an A side and a V side. So you'd save up your pocket money a week, but, travel uh, to the record shop, get one track. But
0: how cool was it doing the, you, you sit down, you listen to each record and That's you're like, it. which one am I going to pick? Because you yeah. cost so much money. Dude, this is what I mean.
2: It, like it was an experience to actually, yeah. that day, to look forward to that day, to go to the record shop, get the bus there with my mate, <laughs> go through the tracks. Yeah, literally just to get this. So, um sort of obviously nowadays it's so different obviously people you know get the CDJs or the laptop and they can download a 100 songs in 10 minutes and it's just still there but going for to be able to go through that process back in the day I think was really like a good thing to go through to kind of learn it that way so I'm glad I did that, man. And so cool. but yeah, I started on I started on the vinyls yeah, and right. obviously as things progressed, um, technology changed and evolved and I got the got the C D decks and yeah, now i obviously play off USBs. it's great.
1: So you're saying you're not sorry about the foundation
2: that you had? Oh, I wow. like what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> People do that to me all the time. I can't get away from it. At least you can't say sorry to anyone now. Uh, Corey, sorry, yeah. sorry.
0: <laughs> what I love with your DJing, and I, I obviously I did a bit of a stalk because that's what we do. Is, um, <laughs> yeah, but we, you
1: took it way too far, man. Yeah, oh. no, I try to slip into his DMs <laughs> or whatever. It's fine.
0: So obviously, when you play your track, how sick would the feeling be when you drop that track? Because I saw you on New Year's, and you know, you did the countdown, mm. and the piano came in for sorry, and I was yeah. like, oh, that would be the ultimate feeling playing your song uh, to a crowd, and they're reacting and they're singing, and they're f- you know, it is go- like,
2: it's goosebumps, marching. bro, literally. As a DJ, yeah, goosebumps, man. It's like obviously. I've been trying to, as I've been, I've been in clubs DJing like my whole life. Mm. Um, And now to have a song that has popped off and to have that feeling after all the years of obviously uh, like trying to make a track break, now it's broken and now I get that response. It's just the best feeling ever. Um, Yeah, I mean, New Year's was crazy as well. That was actually in Cardiff, in Wales, in the the UK. And, uh, oh, they were mad. The Welsh, they're they're, they're great to party with, man. (laughs) They're
0: not as good as the Aussies, I have to say. (laughs) The Aussies
2: are the best. (laughs) Wow, man. Did you expect Sorry to, to pop as much as it did? Um, so basically so um so going back to the garage thing, sorry is a cover of a garage classic yeah, by course, Monster yeah. Boy and Denzi called I'm sorry, which was a big anthem way back in the day and it still was a massive anthem in that in that genre. And um, so it was it was one of those ones of a cover like people kind Belatable. of already know the words, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so I knew when I made it obviously i knew it was a bit of a banger (laughs) and i was like this could have a chance it could um because people have that instant connection with it because they're like i know the words it sounds totally different because we've got a female vocal one and the original was a male vocal and obviously the beat's really different and stuff but um having that sort of connection i knew that there was a chance that this could pop off but i never like my wildest dreams ever thought it would do what it done obviously went into the top 10 it was there for eight weeks it made its way, you know, to Australia, and now it's doing really well over here.
0: Yeah, well, it's a song, and, it's, and it's, I think it's you as well as a person. Like we were trying to like sum up you yeah. as a person. We're like, he's a great DJ, but then also he's a he's a looker, <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, you're just a marketable, great person, good personality, man. You you'll oh, thanks, sell out man. shows just by being you, I guess. Oh, thanks, well, then, I have a crush in him, all right? You got to back off, back off? Is that <laughs> <it>? <laughs> No, but you
1: got the, well, sorry came out, yeah, and then now we've got lonely that just just yes. came out i'm loving that
2: track oh, thank you so much Le- lonely is such a special song to me because like i just mentioned obviously sorry was a was a sort of a remake a cover um but lonely is an original track yeah so um you know i was been waiting for so long to get this one out i, t- I actually made lonely around the same time i made sorry okay so i've been yeah. sitting on this for like a year dude right. so i've been so like itching to get yeah. this track out and i was like like, we usually thought it might go out in November, but then, like, sorry, was like, still like <laughs> doing peaking, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's like, like, hold it back. And obviously, as a DJ, I just want to get music out. Um, it's a good problem to have, obviously, <laughs> oh, but, yeah, of but I do, I, as a DJ, I always want to get new music out. So, I've literally, yeah, been itching to get this out, man. So,
0: but I love it. This all the sounds are, are kind of similar to each yeah. other, so it's relatable back to you. They, it's like, it's your sound. Oh, it's thanks. The
2: sound. That's that's really good to hear that, man. Thank you very much. And, and yeah, it's um, Obviously, people who love Surrey, I hope they'll like Lonely as well. Because, it's as you said, it's a similar sort of vibe. It's a okay.
0: vibe. Um, we, yeah. we love it. Xan and Tony B hanging out with Joel Corey. Uh, he is the one and only. God love this guy.
1: I love it. I've fallen <laughs> in. You know what? And I'm loving, like, the full festival shirt, Sitch, going. you like it. You look like
0: a party. He, like, he's just, I, I feel as like though you guys are twins. This is, are you guys twins? Twin yeah, it's You're a, almost a bit leery, in it? <laughs> 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 it's great. <laughs> t- well, Tony B has hairier legs than you, though. Uh, That's really why weird. I had to cover it up. And he has whiter shoes. Yeah, your shoes are dirty. You need to get some new shoes. Leave me alone, man. You must, you must have a massive wardrobe. I've
2: got a few of these to yeah. be fair, man. <laughs> a few great. Of rascal shirts. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for hanging out with us, man. It's been really cool. It's good to see you face-to-face, not yeah. in, on Instagram stalk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we'll support you uh, and make sure you check him out. Joel Corey, the one and only. We love oh, him here. Thanks so much,
2: guys. Thank you,
0: man.
1: There you go, Zanin. First episode of More Than Music, man. Oh, How's it, it
0: feel? It's so refreshing to hear Joe Corey talk about you know his life and everything about that. It's just amazing. He was such a nice guy and obviously I was a bit starstruck. I wanted to play his abs like a xylophone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you were starstruck, man. Like You actually just looked like you wanted to take him home. And uh, Oh, know. we did. We did. Oh, great. <laughs> great. That's the whole point of More Than Music. But it's really yeah. cool to be able to showcase these artists and and play more of the interview. That's
0: the thing and I love hearing about his past and his life in general without the music side of things where does it all come from you know like where does the inspiration for music come from in your mind where does the creativity come from and this is great this is the best part I'm talking to these guys.
1: That's it. That's it. And we learned so much more. Make sure you hit that subscribe button because we have so much more content that's just sitting around. Episode two of More Than Music is going to be featuring Black Bear.
0: You know him from Do Re Me and Hucklebummer, man. This guy's amazing. Two
1: of my favorite tracks, man. Yeah. Florida-based singer. And he got, like, I don't know if you could kind of say R&B, pop. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a bit it's of a pop, much... I'd say R&B pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got a chance to chat to him <laughs> and a little bit more than that.
0: <laughs> man, that guy's got so much swag on him, man. Obviously, we got him to uh, freestyle with you, Tony B. Yeah,
1: I can't. You always tend to do that sort of stuff. You throw me in the deep end. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll swim. Oh, God. Check it out. The
0: best part about freestyles
1: is the warming up. The like, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Turn my headphones up. Turn the snare
1: up. yeah. Oh, where Brooklyn at? We in the house. We in this. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's so much more than that. Yeah. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. This has been More Than Music. Check us out on our socials at Zan and Tony B everywhere.